Good morning. Welcome. Do gather in there and find a seat if you can. And especially if you're visiting during this holiday season, it's good to have you here. You're very welcome this morning. Things at KBC do tend to be quieter at the moment in the summer months, but there are some details in there of things that are happening in these days. And uh, a reminder there also of people that we can be praying for. Margaret's going to lead us in our singing this morning. But before she comes to do that, let's begin our service with prayer. So let's pray together. We give thanks and praise to you, Lord God, for you are good and your love endures forever. You are the God of gods and the Lord of lords, the one who alone does great wonders. You made the heavens and the earth. And one day you're going to renew your creation, removing all sin and evil from it and remaking it into what it was intended to be. We praise you that in Christ you reconciled us and the world to yourself. You dealt with our sin and rebellion and have made it possible for us to enter your kingdom, the kingdom of the son you love. We give thanks to you, the God of heaven, and we praise you this day, and, and we look to you, look to know your presence and to hear you speak to us, your people. Through Jesus Christ, we come to you, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Margaret, please come and lead us. Good morning, everybody. It's good to see you here with us this morning. Um, as uh, Andrew said, there's fewer of us there. There's also fewer of us here. Um, but it's good to have everybody this morning ready, to, I hope, to worship our Lord. We're going to start singing a quieter song, a song that encourages us to be still <coughs> and to think about the presence of Jesus. In other words, Jesus being here with us. We maybe can't see him or feel him or touch him, but he is here in and among and around us. So let's stand and sing.
that we're dealing with, what we're struggling with, he will come close and be with us. Can I ask you to the seat? We're going to take our um, offering during this next song. Um, and there's a kind of song that is kind of, you know, um, goes along quite quickly. But I'm going to ask you to sit while we take the offering um, as we sing this song.
Martin would come up now and lead us in prayer. Let's <coughs> unite our hearts in prayer. Let us all pray. Almighty and eternal God, our loving Father in heaven, we approach you in prayer. We are grateful for the free and full access that you have provided for us uh, to you and to your throne room at all times and in all places. And we come together now corporately to speak to you in, in prayer and depending uh, as always upon your son Jesus Christ and his saving work in his death and resurrection. We thank you that that mighty finished work of Jesus brings to us not only forgiveness for all our sins, but the gift of your perfect righteousness, which means that we are in the right with you all our days, that we are received by you as your redeemed children, and that we are loved continuously and eternally by you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for inviting us to come with confidence before your throne of grace, to receive mercy and to find grace to help in time of need. And so we bring our needs to you now uh, for this time and season. You have called us in your word to pray as your people for our leaders and rulers and those who govern us. And we find it difficult in this ongoing political and constitutional crisis to know how to pray, such is the complexity of things and the issues. But we do know that in your word you have said that righteousness alone exalts a nation and sin is a reproach to it. We confess that we as a nation have turned from your laws and gone our own ways. And so we cry to you, have mercy upon us. We ask that you'd help us to submit to the outcome of this prime ministerial election process, which comes to a conclusion soon. And we pray, O oh God, whatever the consequences uh, that in your purposes, which may include chastening and discipline for us, yet we would ask you, God, that in times to come, you will yet raise up leadership, which is marked by a measure of integrity and uh, honesty and humility, and even that wisdom which comes from above. And then we come with our needs in this time of summer season. We're right at the heart of the holiday time for this part of <coughs> Scotland. And we want <coughs> to pray for all those who are away from this congregation that they might find rest and relaxation and renewal. We pray in your mercy you will grant them traveling safety in, in all their journeys. And we ask that you will give stimulation with new surroundings and new scenery and all the sights and sounds of summer, that there might be great family blessings and joys at this time. Your word tells us that you richly provide us with everything for our enjoyment. 
and how we thank you for the abundance of your kindnesses to us in so many ways and all the joys that are ours. And then, O oh God, we pray to you for this season and time of opportunity for you called us in your word to preach the word in season and out of season. And once again, there's the opportunity for outreach with young people. And the <clears throat> prayer diary has asked us to pray particularly this week for all those who are leading or helping or attending at summer Christian camps, run in particular by Scripture Union and Abernethy, for those who will be going to youth conferences like Soul Survivor, uh, the following week, and we remember the beach mission which starts today in Ely in Fife. And then we think of all the holiday clubs that will be held uh, during this month and into August in various churches, congregations, and fellowships, and we particularly bring to you the Backpackers Club here which starts at the end of July and the beginning of August. And we pray, God, for your uh, blessing upon all those who lead. Thank you for the large number of children who are registered. And as we think of Scotland and all the efforts and opportunities with young people, we would ask you to give protection and health and safety, uh, to give provision of fun and fellowship, but above everything else, by the power of your Holy Spirit, for the seed of the gospel to be sown and planted in the hearts and lives of young people so that in time to come there may be the fruit of living faith in the Lord Jesus. And we pray unitedly for some kind of harvest this summer and that in time the raising up of a new generation of Christian leaders through what is done in these weeks. And then we don't forget the large gatherings for adults and families, thinking of the Keswick Convention, which began yesterday in the three weeks ahead, and the thousands of people who will attend for these weeks and pray for the, the speakers and the responsibility of teaching and guiding. And we want to pray for those who gather there during these weeks who come from churches where there is not the same support, perhaps, and they come maybe lonely and isolated and discouraged. We pray that through the ministry of your living word and the fellowship of loving care, that they might be enriched and sent back home rejoicing. And we pray for the ongoing work in the summer weeks of, of our church here and particularly commend to you uh, each gathering for Sunday worship morning and evening. And uh, we pray therefore for that which is to come shortly for ourselves, we pray, Father, that you'll prepare our hearts to have a real desire and hunger to hear you speak to us through the scriptures opened up by your servant, Andrew. We pray that you'll direct us to the ultimate hope of the gospel and the ultimate destiny of a new heaven and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. We pray that you direct your word to the various needs represented here. We pray your word will come with clarity for those of us who are very confused, perhaps, or vague about your plan and purposes laid out for the future. We pray that you'll bring certainty for those of us 
who have great doubts and concerns about what lies ahead. We pray that you bring comfort to those of us whose hearts may be sad and sore with recent troubles or memories of loss in past times. And we pray that you'd bring to us strength and courage for the life of faith, for those of us who are feeling our weakness and our anxieties, and which of us doesn't feel that at times. We thank you for the biblical testimony that though our heart and flesh may fail, God is the strength of our hearts and our portion forever. Come, Spirit, come. We pray that you might be glorified in our time today and that your kingdom's rule might extend the more over our lives. And these prayers we offer in and through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Thank you, Martin. Um, as Martin said, Andrew's going to be coming to speak to us shortly, and he's basing what he's saying on Isaiah chapter 65, and it is indeed looking forward to the new heaven and the new earth. And the next three songs we're going to sing have picked up on that idea of thinking about heaven. And in fact, our final song as well, just maybe a little word of warning on the final song. Um, I'm sure I learned it here, but it wasn't on the database. And Ailey said, I don't think I know that. Um, so it is really nice. Many of you will know the chorus bit of it because it's an older chorus with some new verses added to it. Um, so I kind of, in a sense, we're giving you permission. If you don't know it, don't worry. You don't have to sing along. Um, but when you get to the chorus, I think many of you will know the chorus. But that's for the end after Andrew has spoken to us. But for the next three songs, we're going to be thinking very much about this idea of heaven.
The Bible passage for the sermon this morning is Isaiah 65, verses 17 to 25. New heavens and a new earth. See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight, and its people a joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. Never again will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days, or an old man who does not live out his years. The one who dies at a hundred will be thought a mere child. The one who fails to reach a hundred will be considered accursed. They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant and others eat. For as the days of a tree, so will be the days of my people. My chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor will they bear children doomed to misfortune. For they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The dust will be the serpent's food. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, says the Lord. Let's stand and sing before Andrew comes and speaks to us.
Have a seat.